Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Ramble Podcast. I am your host, Annalise Jenke, and I am super excited to be doing this. Um, so, for the first episode, I kind of just wanted to introduce myself and um, talk about some things going on in the world right now, and uh, for a lot of other people my age, um, I'm 18, I am currently leaving high school right now. I'm going to be going to college in just a couple of months, so kind of how that whole transition is going. Hopefully we can talk a little bit about mental health, um, health in general, uh, some things going on in the world, like I said, Um, and yeah, just kind of talk about the podcast in general. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Please subscribe, share with your friends, Um, and yeah, let's do this. So I guess kind of the first thing I want to talk about is just me. Uh, It's a little weird to be listening to a podcast if you don't know the person that you're listening to. So um, I'm Annalise. Like I said, I'm leaving high school. I'm 18 years old. I'm a female. um, And I'm going to be going to Indiana University. Um, I live in Indiana. It's going to be a couple of hours away from my home. Um... And I'm very excited about that. I'm going to be majoring in international studies with a focus on culture and politics and then minoring in Spanish and anthropology. And I hope to take some uh, Arabic courses as well. Just I thought that would be really fun. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love travel. Um, I love listening to podcasts. I, of course, love spending time with my wonderful friends and family, um, who I am sure I will have some of them on the podcast, and I will be talking about them quite a lot because they're a very important part of my life. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm also realizing that I'm saying I'm a lot. Uh, <laughs> there we go again. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the main intro. So, I named this podcast ramble uh, because that's kind of just what I what I think works for me. So my favorite podcast to listen to are the ones where people are just talking and it's just a, a natural flow. I would love to have little to no editing just because I want a, a raw uncut uh, experience for people listening to the podcast. Um, so a couple of my favorite podcasts that I'm sort of familiar with that I don't know you might see some remnants of uh of their podcasts in this show um pretty basic with Alicia Marie and Remy I think it's Cruz Ashton maybe I forget her last name for sure but that show is wonderful also my favorite murder um absolutely with uh, uh yeah Georgia and I'm blanking on the other name Karen, Karen in Georgia, and um, oh my gosh, that show was so funny, and then the podcast with Knox and Jamie, so those are kind of my, like, go-tos, check them out, they are all available on Spotify, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm hoping to go with this, um, I don't know, I just wanted to provide a space where people, there's a lot going on right now, and I know for Um, other people going through a similar transition to me. This is hard even without having to deal with the pandemic. So like, why not just kind of have a space where we can talk about these things, what's going on. Um, I am huge on research. And so I would love to be able to share some of the things that I'm finding out. Um, 
And yeah, so I think that is enough for today's intro and kind of an explanation of what everything is. So let's jump in. Okay, so honestly, for this first episode, let's just jump right in with the nitty gritty mental health. It is such a hot topic right now. I feel like everybody is mentioning it in some level. And um, honestly, hearing people talk about their own experiences with anxiety has been really, really helpful for me. So I um, suffer from generalized anxiety disorder as well as major depressive disorder. Um, So I have anxiety and depression, which is a super fun combo to have, and I'm actually on medication for it. I'm on an antidepressant called Lexapro, and I'm also taking uh, birth control because my mom and I think that I have something called PMDD, which is premenstrual dysmorphic disorder, possibly. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's something like that. And it basically, I'm making it that I'm allowed to cuss on here. Uh, It makes me a huge bitch and it's not fun. It's just the anxiety. If it's normally bad, it gets way worse. Um, So yeah. I just, we're, you know, working on getting that under control. I've actually, so I've been on the Lexapro for a couple of months and that has been so helpful. And then I am just now, um, I'm on like week two of the birth control, which is super, super nice. I, <laughs> my last PMS, um, week was real difficult. So it was definitely time to, uh, to get that going. So anyway, I, um, If you are having thoughts of hurting yourself or you're feeling really down, you feel like nothing in life is worth it, please reach out to somebody that you trust. Um, There's a ton, like the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, There's a lot of resources out there. Um, Also, therapy is super, super, super important. I went to therapy for like three months, um, and it was actually covered under my parents' uh, health insurance, I think. I got some free... uh, some free sessions. So check that out. If you're not comfortable talking to your parents, no worries. There's some other ways that you can get some cheap therapy. If not, journal. Journaling, it sounds dumb, but it's so helpful. Um, And I know for me, like the most important thing for me is I is is I need to put more energy. I'm really good at talking about what's bothering me. I can, I can tell you, I can communicate to you like this is what's bothering me. This is what's going on. This is what's wrong with me. And I will go on and on about that. But I don't put as much, it's harder for me to put that energy into actually changing my behavior. And so I tend to get really, really scared about social things. So, um, friends, just any relationship in my life, I've probably been freaked out about it at some point and thinking that, oh my gosh, they don't actually love me. And, um, and that's not true at all. I have absolutely the best group of people around me. Um, but you know, mental health be like that sometimes. And that's the, uh, hand of cards I was dealt, but it doesn't mean that I just kind of have to sit with that and live my life like that. Um, so journaling has been a really good way for me to kind of keep myself accountable. So at the end of every day, I'll kind of come back to a document and I write down like everything I felt throughout the day. These were the really the things that, um, I hate to use this word, but triggered me because that's a legit, I mean, that's what happens is there's something that kind of 
alerts me or and tells my brain like hey this is an issue especially when if we're talking about anxiety it'll kind of alert my brain like this is a really big issue this could be something really bad and then my brain goes into full freak out mode so kind of tracking that I mean like okay this is what bothered me but I you know I didn't follow this I did a meditation or I distracted myself with something else and I waited for that feeling to pass um so that is super important um yeah I don't know that has just been really helpful for me I think also I am a huge plan person like my notes app on my phone is completely filled with like here's what I'm gonna do today and I will sometimes plan out like on my google calendar which oh I love google calendar I will plan out my day like to the minute whenever I was in school I would like plan out exactly how long I wanted each homework assignment to take and what time I would shower what time I would eat what time I would go to bed and just everything was planned out so that might be a bit obsessive I'm not necessarily recommending that you do that but I don't know, planning can be really, really great. And so something that I'm trying to do is I know that so my mental health, I have some things that I'm that I'm working with that I'm I'm kind of having to put up with. Um, but there are things that I can do with my physical health, with the way that I'm treating my body that can also affect my mental health. So I know that whenever I do some sort of, some form of physical activity each day, um, that I'm happier and that I feel better about myself. And so today I went on a walk with my mom, which it was hot as fuck outside. So oh, it was difficult. I was going to do another workout after it. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? That's a little bit too much. I'm pretty drained and dehydrated right now. So we're just going to focus on rest and, rest and relaxation. Uh, total side note, I'm really starting to see why Ramble was a really good name for this podcast. Today is one of those perfect days where it's like rainy outside right now and I don't have anything to do tonight. I showered early and like I'm in my comfy clothes and you know when you're just like clean, you're happy, everything is like clean around me. Like I organized my room a few days ago um, so everything is just very nice and at peace. Um, Yeah, so I'm absolutely loving that and thriving and yeah I'm just I'm very here for it I know I have some friends that their plans today got ruined by the rain um which is sad but not me I'm very okay with that so yeah um so anyway now that I'm done with that tangent um back to mental health um so yeah I think that that's really important I also say you know, not every, I know not everybody has a really close relationship with their parents. So if you do, that is wonderful. Use that. Um, talk to your parents about what you're feeling and see what they can do to help. If you're not in a place where you feel comfortable with that, that's totally okay. I would really recommend that you find a teacher or a trusted adult um, in your life. Friends are really good too. And I, I'm, I mean, I have some people that I know that I can talk to about stuff. But if you're talking about really serious stuff, like suicide things like that yes you can tell your friends but then you need to either a be like hey can you help me tell an adult or you need to do that yourself because that's a lot to put on on one person um now if you are an adult hi there welcome um please 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 find a, a 
suicide hotline, talk to your friends, honestly, talk to your parents if you have a good relationship with them, even if you are living out of the house, you've been living out of the house for years, um, just talk to somebody who you know that you can trust and get help, um, because things are going to get better, so, um, aside from that, some other things that I've just been kind of trying to do, I'm trying to, uh, sort of do things that I know make me happy so like I've been painting I'm not that great at it um I always laugh because like I've painted a couple of things for like my friend or my boyfriend or my family and like they all appreciate it like they're like oh this is really cool and it all has sentimental value so I'm not just like look at this painting that I made you but it still kind of feels like that like everything has significance so I did um, like one, the one for my dad was a trip that he went on that he, um, to Japan. So I did Mount Fuji and for my mom, it was a scene from the Italian countryside because we went to Italy as a family and she loved that for my boyfriend. It was a place that we want to travel together in the future. Uh, for my friend, it was, we've gone on three trips together. And so I did, um, kind of a tri-split canvas painting of all of those different places so but yeah I mean it like feels kind of silly but whenever I was like in my lowest low I would just be like okay we're gonna paint and it would calm my mind down and get me thinking about something else and yeah it was wonderful um so highly highly recommend that um just do something even if you're just picking up for the first time use things around your house that you enjoy also cooking um even if you're really bad at cooking totally okay someone just like eating healthy-ish food is nice this is gonna sound weird but like miso get like instant miso soup packets so I like the kikoman I don't know if that's how you pronounce it little miso soup packets and they're kind of expensive um but there's like three little packets in a bag um and so I'll get like load up on those and then you put an egg in it and you microwave it, follow the instructions. I think I microwave it for like two minutes or two minutes and 30 seconds. Um, and it is so good. Like, it's got a lot of protein in it. It's pretty high in sodium. So if that's important to you, like, maybe try to find something different. But anyway, total side note. But that stuff is so good. I love it. And I have it for breakfast whenever, whenever we have that in the house. So, yeah. Um... So that is pretty cool. Um, that is, I mean, this whole mental health thing is just really an ongoing thing. And I am in the middle right now of uh, trying to kind of, I guess, fall back in love with myself. That sounds weird. Um, and I think self-love is so important, but you can do that without being selfish. I think so often, at least the people that I'm around, it's like, oh, you, you're selfish if you're focused too much on yourself. And it's, you're not, you're not like self-centered you're just recognizing that, like, this is my mind, and I need to take care of myself, like, I am responsible for taking care of myself, for making sure that I am okay, so then I can make sure that others are okay, and I can pour into their lives, like, I don't know, I feel like this is pretty common, but you have to pour into yourself first before you can pour into others, um, you need something to pour from, and if you have nothing, uh, you've, you've really got to prioritize yourself first, so, I don't know, I, this past year has been really difficult for a lot of reasons, COVID included, but even before that, it was just with stress and things like that. I got really down on myself and um, honestly, I have a, had a lot of self-hatred and to some extent still do, but I'm really working through that. 
and realizing that it is my own insecurity that is kind of causing a lot of issues for me in my life. Because if I don't feel like I am good enough, then I get worried that, oh, this person is going to leave me. I'm, you know, going to lose this friend because I'm not good enough. Um, and on, I mean, look, if you're a bad friend, sometimes that happens. And I've had to say goodbye to some friends recently because things weren't working out for us and that's okay and we're all on good terms now and that's not fun but I also realized that I would get nervous about friendships where things were totally fine um or even my relationship and just I was so paralyzed by I'm not good enough people are gonna leave me this there's, there's something wrong with me um and so then I would get mad at them. I'd be like, why? Why are you doing this? Why aren't you acting this way? Why aren't you? And I'd get really, really high anxiety about things. Um, and I'm realizing now, like, this is all just because I am insecure. And I've been doing a lot of work through therapy and medication over the past few months. I'm starting to see some real improvement. Um, and yeah, that's really awesome. So I encourage you, if you, if this when I'm have been going through something similar to you, go get help, you know. <laughs> um take care of yourself and and try to try to get some support. Um and it gets better. So yeah. Okay, for our next little conversation, I thought I would talk about just like living at home and um you know, I know that there's a lot of people in a lot of different situations right now. So there are some people who are living completely on their own and that brings with it so many challenges. I know, um, Ashley from the channel, YouTube channel, Best Dressed, she does a really good job of she's sharing her experience. If she is living in New York, she just recently moved there right before the pandemic hit and living alone during all of this and not having had contact with people in like, two or three months is hard um and then also that being said living with your family is really hard too so some people are living with um a significant other some people are living with friends and some people are living with like their immediate family so I don't know I figured I just kind of I talked about my experience so I'm living with my family um at home, which obviously I have been for the past 18 years. I love them dearly, although this is a little weird because I am right at the age where, like, it's time for me to start going out and, like, I am very ready to move to college and they're ready for me to move to college too. Um, but it's a little much. Like, we're all pretty tired of me being at home. <laughs> and I love my family very dearly. I'm very close with my parents and my brother. We're all kind of at the point where my brother and I are always fighting and my brother and parents will be fighting. Like they'll be fight like my brother will be mad at my parents and they'll be mad at him. And occasionally my parents and I will get into like little tiffs and um you know it's it's difficult anytime you have a group of people living together. We did get a puppy, a uh, quarantine puppy, um, and his name is Kevin. He is a standard poodle. He's black. He is absolutely freaking adorable. Um, so that has been helpful to kind of be a unifying factor. Um, but I mean, it is definitely like, oh, it is just interesting sometimes. I will like end up hiding in my room for part of the day because I just feel like if I go out into like my living room or a common area, that there is something like, Annalise, why didn't you do this thing? Why didn't you whatever? 
which honestly might have some legitimacy, um, but it just gets tiring after a while. Um, I've heard a lot about people who are living with significant others, even living with people who like you, you accidentally got quarantined together or, um, you're quarantining together, but you've only been dating for like a little bit of time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just could not, Oh, that would be so difficult. I don't know. Maybe it would be kind of fun, but I know that I'd be freaky. I'd be like, oh no, I have to like make sure that this person is still into me, but also be like dealing with the freaking pandemic and like being away from all my friends. Like, oh, that'd be hard. But it would also kind of, I guess, you have to skip past all of the beginning of relationship stuff and you're just living together now. So it kind of puts you in real quick. Um, but I mean, for some people, I bet it's working out. So that's pretty awesome. I don't know. I just remember to take time for yourself. This kind of goes along with the mental health thing, but just like do things that make you happy. If you're an extrovert like me, I am, I'm very extroverted sometimes, I'm very introverted sometimes. Take time for both sides of you because everybody has a little bit of both. So um, if you're, you know, if you're able to hang out with some people, I am, but I'm only doing it with a few people who are social distancing and, um, you know, if you can do that, awesome. Do it. Enjoy that time. Also, take time to be away from anybody that you're living with. Um, if you can't see people, you know, I think Zoom happy hours have kind of just been done away with in general because that sounds awful. Um, but, you know, FaceTime like your best friend and um, just kind of talk and whatever. It's This is the time for people. To, we're banding together and um, supporting each other and yeah, speaking of banding together and supporting each other, um, black lives matter, black lives absolutely matter, um, and we need to defund the police. I don't really know what else to say. I don't know if you don't believe that, you can get out. Um, that's not true. I, I, look, I have friends who I'm having conversations with right now, um, and my family's been having conversations with our more conservative family members, um, really just trying to show people. I mean, there's a quote that I read that was like, I don't know how to explain to you that you need to care about other people. And so often people are just so defensive and they're blinded by that defensiveness. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not racist. And in this day and age, we no longer need people to be like, no, 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 I'm not racist. You need to acknowledge your own implicit biases, your own racism that is, it has been kind of put inside of you by the way that you were raised, whether it was intentional or not, recognize it and then become anti-racist. You need to counteract that and counteract it whenever you see it in others as well. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't really know what else to say besides that. Just like care about other people and don't be an asshole. So yeah. All right, everybody, that concludes the first episode of Ramble. I hope to see you all very, very soon. Um, have a wonderful rest of your day, week, summer, whatever. Um, we're going to get through this, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.